One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. I'm Mark Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast. The TalkSport team are with you every day of the South Africa series. We will have exclusive player content, highlights from the action and the views of myself, Stephen Harmison, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Alex Tudor throughout. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify and thanks for listening. Yes, I've got uh, the England skipper with me, who, as usual, you, you can't always tell whether England have won or lost. His facial expressions don't tend to give a great deal away. Um, but, Owen, welcome to South Africa. Good to see you here. Good to hear you on TalkSport 2. That's not exactly the start you were looking for. No, it's not. Uh, we have been hurt today for putting in an average performance. Um, South Africa have completely outplayed us in all departments. And... You know, on a, a wicket that exposes uh, the mantra in which we play, something that we've tried to get better at over the last four years, it sort of continues to expose us a little bit more. So we'll have to continue to work harder, adapt quicker um, to get back in this series. But full credit um, to Quinton and uh, Temba, the two guys have put on a substantial partnership and we couldn't find a way of breaking it. Uh, we use different partnerships with different bowlers. We, these different combinations with different spinners. Um, but I think ultimately today, not posting a, a big enough score on the board hurt us. Um, go back to the to the start of the day then. The, the, the 11 that you put out, obviously there, there are some big names missing from, from the squad, let alone um, the, the team today. Uh, but you're, you're thinking in terms of, you know, no Adil Rashid, no, no Moeen Ali. Um, obviously, we know Ben Stokes isn't, isn't in your squad, etc., etc. But it was, it was a reasonably experimental-looking side when you consider the one that played in the World Cup final all those months ago now. Yeah, it is. Um, today is about giving guys opportunity, as is the series. Um, Adil and Moen were, were rested today to give um, Young Sang Curran and um, Matt Parkinson an opportunity. Something that we've done over the last four years and to lead into the World Cup is build a squad of players that are good enough to get into the 11. That doesn't happen overnight. You know, We need to give guys time and opportunity to try and stake their claim and try and improve as much as we can. Um, otherwise, we go for a long period of time on a good run or an, 
an in-between run and then all of a sudden five guys retire and we drop off. So we don't want that scenario. We want to use winning the World Cup as an opportunity to grow and, and, and build our pool of players so that when it comes around to World Cup opportunities and places, we actually become recognisable contenders as, as opposed to just being uh, you know, a, a stab in the dark. Um, there, there was one or two errors, I suppose, unforced errors with the bat, but there were um, some positives for you. Joe Denley has had a, has had a rough old time of it out here on, on touring the Test Series, has, has uh, backed up your faith in, in, in persisting with him. Um, and Chris Wokes again with, with the bat, just show what a, what a terrific all-round player he is. Oh, Wokes in particular is absolutely outstanding. I think he's one of the most accurate you know, bowlers in the world. And throughout the World Cup, he was our Mr. Reliable. And, and, and when he was needed with the bat, he did that. For Joe Denley to come out and score runs in the fashion that he did today, probably when the rest of our guys really did struggle on that wicket, is a testament to him. You know, there's a spot in the middle order at the moment in uh, one day and uh, T20 cricket that is up for grabs. And, you know, playing innings like that certainly does take a claim. One thing that this game reminded me of, actually, was, was a little bit of how England traditionally played 50-over um, cricket before, you know, before your, your run from 2015 onwards, which was, you know, you weren't always going to score big with the bat because there was a sort of a lack, maybe, of, of, of explosiveness or whatever that might be. And that's not the case with your team at the moment. But then when it comes to the, to the ball, you're almost relying on the opposition to make errors because you didn't have the cutting edge that perhaps your first 11, your, your first choice 11 might have. How did that feel as a captain? Yeah, it, it, it feels very experimental at the moment. You know, As a team dynamic, you're trying to constantly build some sort of threat with the ball and, and with the bat. So working with the new guys that come in and identifying the best possible scenario that, that they can bowl in and potentially cause a threat or break a partnership, you know, it was up to me as, as a captain and to recognise as a team and hopefully get better and stronger at. Um, I suppose we can't just rely on Woody, Jofra, um, Wokesy all to fire on the same day. But, but I guess the point I'm getting at is that without that extra pace or without some mystery spin, you're kind of a little bit, you, 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 a little bit toothless, perhaps. No, I'm, I think Sam Curran gives us an option with a left left arm swing, and and Parky and Dennis give us a, a leg spin option. So that mystery spin is is still there. It's it's still a work in progress. They're very early in their international careers, and and hopefully they can learn on the job. And and also me as captain and the team environment can add maybe ten percent to their game. Okay, great stuff. Thanks for talking to us. I know you've got TV to go and talk to. Um, Owen, we'll see you in Durban. Uh, all the very best up there. Um, as always, Owen Morgan, very very matter of fact, very honest. Um, I've got uh, Darren Goff and Alex Tudor out here with me. Um, did, did you agree with his assessment? Do you, do you sort of understand that at times England are going to have to um, search is probably not the right word, but perhaps give, you know, hand out caps, give people experience at the expense of results this far away from the next 50 over World Cup? I don't think it's at the expense of results. I still think England uh, were definitely good enough to win this uh, cricket game, and I think they picked a team that was. But I kind of agree with you, Butch. That, that question was a good question because what you mentioned there is but what England lacked was with a bat, a little bit of something special. And then as soon as they got the ball in the hand, I think we talked about it a lot on air, when you haven't got a 90 miles an hour bowler, you're just almost waiting for the guys to make a mistake. And it was a great question because we have been lucky enough to have Mark Wood or Joffrey Archer over the last 12 months especially. And then if we'd have had Ollie Stone, if he would have been fit, 
it would have been another one we'd have had into the attack as well. So, and Ben Stokes, by the way, bowls 90 miles an hour. So there's lots of options there. It's a positive for England, but today was a, a poor performance. We lost a young against a young South African side, which in a way I'm pleased of won. So it makes this series interesting now. And I think the next game we're going to see Moin Ali and probably Adil Rashid coming to the side. Yeah, for sure. Um, next game is in Durban. Pitches there, Alex Tudor, you've, you've played there. They're not much fun to bowl, to bowl quick on, are they? So you, do you expect England to bolster their, their spin attack? And of course, you know, learn from the mistakes they made against Tabrez Shamsi here today. I'm reminded actually, uh, and sorry if this is a slightly long-winded question, but I'm reminded of the way that England played Kuldeep Yadav um, uh, two or three years ago when India were over on tour. They had an absolute nightmare against yeah. the left-arm leggy, and then Joe Root had the backdrop, didn't he? Joe Root figured it out, made a couple of hundreds, and England came from 1-0 down to win the series 2-1. So we expect some improvement with the bat, but those pitches, you're going to see those spinners play for England? Yeah, that's right, Butch. You're, you're definitely right. We always, a little bit of mystery spin comes in early on. We're a little bit rabbits in headlights and it takes us a while to get into the series to get used to it. And as you said, Joe Root was brilliant at a back end against them, uh, that Indian team and against Kaldip Yadev and showed what a quality player he was. And yeah, the way they played Shamsi, they didn't play him well. And he came on, he landed on the spot and he, you know, he had the googly, and he had his leggy and he caused us all sorts of problems. But I'm sure the lads will be better as the series goes on. Uh, Joe Denley has just joined us. We've uh Good to see you, Joe. Good to see that smile on your face as well. Very nicely played. Um, how did that feel out there? That you, you had to almost do a little bit of a, a one-man rescue mission at, at times, and you also got to show people just how good a ball striker you are as well. Oh, yeah, at times there was some some good ball striking, but it, it was tough. It was a tough wicket. Um, I think credit to, to Chris Wokes as well, building a partnership there and in tricky circumstances. Um, but I think. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed actually when I come off because I thought, you know, that those cutters were hard work that they were bowling and but I felt I could have got a few more away which was which disappointing in the end and got us up to even more of a competitive total. What did, what did the, the batting unit have to say? Have you guys had a chance to sort of debrief about the, about the 50 overs as yet? What, 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 has, what has been said? No, we haven't. I'm sure there'll be a, a chat at the um, once we're all together in the changing room but um, yeah, disappointing I think to lose six for well, however many was... You know, a couple of guys getting in and getting out, and uh, if we're honest, from maybe some a few soft dismissals in there as well, um, we're never really able to to build a partnership and save wickets in hand for, um, to explode at the end, which is um, obviously key in one-day cricket. And, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be an honest conversation within the changing room and and look to put it right for this second game. Um, but again, going back to to your own performance, um, just tell us, we, we were in, we were invited into into the dressing room at the end of the Test match series and. Lots of great scenes, people celebrating and stuff. Um, but couldn't help but, but but think that perhaps you were feeling just a tiny little bit on the not on the outside, but just not quite so happy with your performance through the through the series. How important was that for you today? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to contribute. I, you know, I look back on the, the test series and um, certainly missed opportunity for myself to, to go on and get a couple of big scores. Um, I felt pretty comfortable the whole way throughout the series and um, probably chucked away a couple of really big ones there and. That was probably the only disappointing thing. Um, and yeah, it was nice to, to get in today, contribute and get past that 30 and, and, and kick on a little bit. So yeah, it was good. Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us, Joe. Um, go and enjoy your, uh, your protein shake and your ice bath. 
Um, meanwhile, I've still got uh, Goff and, and Tudor down here with me. Um, good, good to see that smile on Joe Denley's face. As I said, I, I, I felt I felt sorry for him at the end mm. of the Test series because it, it, it almost, you know, I've seen that look in players' eyes before, where where they're almost thinking to themselves, you know, what this might be the last time I I wear an England shirt. So it was great for him to come back like that today. Absolutely, we've all been in that position and looked around the dressing room, and you, you felt for him, didn't you? We would look, I say, lucky enough to go in there, and. I was quite critical of the selection in the first place when he got into the test side, Joe. I get the one-day team, but he grew on me. He grew on, grew on me over the last 12 months with some performances he played, especially in England, in difficult conditions. He got stats in all these test matches in this series without going on and making one. And we just all wanted him to be his natural self, play his natural game. You know something, today he had to go in, he had to see through a difficult period where they were blowing lots of slower balls, he had Shamsi ball at him. He got through it and then he attacked and he scored well. And he did that also in the practice game up in Pal. The talent's there. I just wish we would have seen that Joe Denley playing in the Test Series in South Africa. Now what he needs is a massive three games here plus some runs in the T20 to have half a chance at getting picked for the South African leg of that trip for the Test Series. Yeah, the, or the Sri Lankan, the, sorry, the sorry, Sri Lankan. Uh, Sri Lankan series, yeah, 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 I'm with you. Um, okay, what about uh, England's two debutants today? We saw we saw brief glimpses uh, of what Tom Banton um, can do. I mean, the interesting thing for me was he's batting a long way out of position. He usually opens the batting for Somerset. Um, but he, he certainly didn't look overawed by the occasion, did he? So sort of came out and there was a there was a, a strength in his in his strokes um, and, a, and a swagger in the way that he went about things that sort of said to you, this guy, he looks like he's born to this level. Yeah, definitely. But Shatara couldn't agree more. He, he looks like a player that's going to excite. He's going to have bums on seats. People, he's going to clear bars. He's a quality, quality young player. And, and as I said, people that have watched the Big Bash and, and watched our T20 back home when he plays for Somerset has seen the ball striking skills. As you rightly said, he's doing something different, which he's not used to. He normally opened in the batting, fielders are in, new white ball with a lackey. He's coming in in the middle and, uh, you know, he's going to have to show something different. We will uh, we'll get on to Matt Parkinson in a sec. I'll, I'll leave you to think about that one, Goffey, because we've been joined by the man of the moment, um, South Africa's new one-day international captain, Quentin de Kock, who's also uh, lit up uh, Newlands with a, with a stunning innings. Uh, mate, that must have given you a lot of pleasure as your first uh, game as captain. Yeah, obviously it's nice uh, just to just to get a win under the belt. To be honest, um, you know the England boys put a lot of pressure pressure on us there in the first ten overs. Um, you know, it's just a matter of soaking it up and just taking the game as deep as we can. Um, as as a captain, do you feel? I mean, it's early days yet, but do you feel as though that perhaps um, it, it will add a, a certain extra responsibility to your undoubted talent as a stroke player? Yeah, I think I think today I, I did feel it. I must be honest. Um, that extra bit of responsibility did uh, that kind of helped me, if I must be honest, um, knowing that at a certain stage we're under pressure and uh, with that extra responsibility just had to go about it the right way. Um, so yeah, it did help me. Yeah, it's difficult to turn around to, to sort of teammates and stuff and have a go at them for giving their wickets away if you do it yourself. So that, that, it must give you, you know, I, I noticed it today. You got to 30 or 40, no problem. Look, you know, looked in terrific touch, but there was no hint that you were going to you were going to throw it away today. Yeah, no, I think I think when Timber walked in, we had a chat of how we're going to go about it, and the way we went about it was obviously to look run hard between the wickets. Um, if we just got the boundaries, that was just the bonus uh, on the sort of wicket uh, we knew. It was going to get better, we, we, we will get more chances uh, to score boundaries, so that was just the way we played and obviously Temba helped me, helped me uh, get through and, and I helped him, we kept each other focused. Tell us about the, the atmosphere out there in the field, you had a, not necessarily a young side, there's some guys there who are in, in terms of age are, are old enough, but lots of, lots of guys in 
below 10 in terms of their caps. What was the atmosphere out, like, out there like and how did they respond to you as a leader? Yeah, I think, you know, there was a lot of energy um, that came into the field, but we kind of expected that. Uh, we knew some young guys around. They're going to bring a lot of energy and I did ask for it um, leading up to this game. Um, obviously, I expect energy every game we play. Um, so, yeah, no, just to have a young bunch of guys in the field, see them buzzing, it's good to see and good to have. Another milestone for you. It was I didn't get the chance to congratulate you actually for the the fastest man 200 dismissals in the in the last Test match at Johannesburg. But you've also just gone past 5,000 uh, one-day international runs. Yeah, you know I think the 200 catches is one thing. Obviously, um, the batting part. Um, you know I, I don't realise how many runs I've scored over my career. Then just. September said congratulations and I looked up and I was like okay well let's not worry about that now let's we've got a game to win now and that was just that was just a moment thing. Well great stuff great attitude showed by yourself and your boys and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again in Durban. Cool thank you very much. Quentin de Kock there the South African captain thanks very much to, <laughs> to him and the, and the media team I mean you know they say that he's they say that he keeps things simple he's not giving a great deal away there in, in the interview he's, just, uh, he's pretty straight right the most chilled out captain I've ever <laughs> yeah. met I think he's absolutely gold dust I really do you know my thoughts on him I think he's a brilliant player he's so much time and he is he just does it simple and he actually might work out uh, it might work out in a good way for South Africa having someone like that fresh energy someone who keeps it simple for everyone around him and the way that responsibility today you talked about that the responsibility is showed at the crease. There might have been a time where he got a pretty 60 or 70, slog went up in the air, today he was getting 100. We knew it, didn't we, from the start. The reason they won the toss and fielded was to try and get England and know what they're chasing. And then it were up to Quinton de Kock. He knows that. He had to get a score to give them a chance of winning. And everybody else fell into line for him as well. Bavuma played superb. I've heard so much about him, but never seen him get a run. Today, I thought that's as good an innings as I've seen. I thought his innings today was excellent. Pulled, cut, the way he ran between the wickets, his energy, he created an atmosphere in the ground. The crowd love him. Yeah. Everybody in this crowd wanted him to get that 100. It's a shame it didn't happen for him, 98. But other than that, fantastic performance from South Africa, and it's given England something to think about. The next game, I can see it being England's best team. Well, England uh, went one down. Available. One nil down, best available team, yes. Yeah. One nil down in, in the Test Match Series, and we know what happened there. They came storming back. I left you before Quentin uh, came over um, to, to have a think, the pair of you, about, about Matt Parkinson. The first time he's, uh, he's got a gig in the, in the one-day international side. Um, he's had to wait a very long time for the opportunity on tour. He's carried drinks, etc., etc. What do we make of him um, as a... As a, as a a potential wicket-taking threat as a leg spin, leg spin bowler. Listen, it's, I've not seen a lot of him, but what I have seen, uh, this is a new stage for him. International cricket, bowling at a world-class player in Quinton de Kock. And as uh, Darren rightly said, Timber Boomer, best I've seen him play. He's, he, he was very busy, didn't let him settle. And I just think, for me, Parkinson, he might have to have a little bit more variation, be it if he, he works on a... A wrong un. I, I didn't see anything like that today. I just saw either a leg spinner or a slowy leggy. And I just think if batsmen know that that's really that's all his armoury, they're going to take him down. And as we say, these batsmen now they can clear boundaries, they clear stadiums. Mm. So I think he's going to have to have a little bit more variety in his game if he's going to make it at the international level. I mean, I've, one thing I'll throw at you, Goffy, is for me in, in T20 cricket, if you're going to bowl slow and slower, it works. Batsmen are coming at you every ball, aren't they? But in, in the in the one-day arena, you kind of 
you know, they're not going to ju- charge down at you every single ball. Spot on, Butch. Most of his cricket's been T20 cricket. Mm. If you're lucky, he hardly plays any championship cricket. Uh, 50 over stuff, he started to play that last season. But his main weapon, the reason he got picked for England, another one who's performed in T20 cricket. And I saw him play for Lanks. Uh, in the T20 stuff and he was impressive and he bowled it really slow and people were coming at him but what's going to happen in the longer forms of the game the 50 over game in test level people are just going to sit on him and sit and wait and know that one he doesn't quite get right because of the lack of pace he gets he doesn't get any revs on it they're just going to sit back cut and pull cut and pull now if he had a flipper like a Shane Warne the best in the business or he had a great googly like Rashid's got or a Mushtaq Ahmed it's a different ball game no matter how slow he bowls it because if he's got that variation T's right, it's like a top spinner, isn't it? And he's got that slow leggy. He's got to get stronger, he's got to get through the ball a bit more, get a bit more revs on it, and he can still be dangerous. But this is a learning curve for him. It's his debut. Let's not be too harsh on him. He will come into the game when the pitch is a bit quicker. But you've got to remember this pitch as well. If you didn't get your lengths right, it just sat up to be it. So a different pitch might suit him, but this one's not really played to his liking. Yeah, we don't, we're not expecting there to be any great pace at, at, at Durban either, are we? So if he gets a gig there, um, you know, again, he's going to ha- he's going to have to learn and learn quickly, as are um, the rest of England's young guns who uh, Owen Morgan seems uh, absolutely determined to give a bit of a run in this uh, three-match one-day series. So there you have it. The, uh, the sun has set here on Table Mountain and on uh, the glorious Newlands. Uh, we won't be back here again on this tour, I'm sad to say, uh, as the clean-up operation goes around. There are one or two... Uh, plastic beakers knocking about on the grass banks and one or two people staggering home um, slightly less uh, less well off than they were perhaps when they turned up here at about 12 o'clock this afternoon. Nonetheless it has been uh, an entertaining afternoon's cricket, afternoon stroke evening's cricket. England have come out on the wrong side of it. South Africa have won the first one day international by seven wickets. We will be uh, trucking off to uh, Durban. Make sure you join us there on uh, Friday. But uh, for now, it's goodbye. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches 
from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Quinny, there you go. That's the way to start. First game, um, you've won the toss. What do you decided to do? I think we're going to have a ball first today. Driven down the ground for four. That's a beautiful shot from Jason Roy. Down the wicket comes Roy through extra cover. That's literally come off the toe end like a snooker cue. Pop the red down and screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Johnny Best, though, has just clipped it between straight mid-wicket and mid-on and it's flown away for a boundary. Well, there's a real boys against men look about this. And it's straight down the throat of the man. I think it's Reza Hendricks out at long on. Oh, you'd want to talk to Roy if you were his captain about that. Literally, he's given his wicket away. Besto is facing Pelaquayo. He hits it straight to mid-off and he's caught. Johnny Besto didn't time that one. Oh, a misunderstanding. I think it could be run out. And backward square leg from Reza Hendricks. That is a brilliant direct hit. Edge corner slip by Temba Mavuma. I was just about to say, Morgan needs to put that run out out of his head, otherwise it is going to affect him. I won't say it directly affected him, but that was not a shot of confidence. Massive slog sweep, but he's been given. Umpire's finger goes up. That is the end of uh, Tom Banton's maiden one-day international innings. There on this one, he's bolts that current round his legs. Driven on the up through extra cover. That's the glorious shot. That's one of the shots of the innings. That is magnificent from Joe Denley. Denley is able to extend the arms underneath that one, go up and over for cover, and it means that the 50 partnership between these two is up. Driven in the air and caught. But Chris Wokes, take a bow, sir. That is a very, very valuable 40 from just 42 balls. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting squeezed on by, by Booth, by Neil Manthorpe. Denley has absolutely nailed this baseball style. Roof style straight down the ground uh, for another six on straight up in the air from Joe Denley and has been taken. There will not be a first one day international hundred for Joe Denley, 258 for eight. A pretty low key innings from England having been put into bat. South Africa attempt to make the 259 runs they need to take a 1 0 lead in the series. Driven down the ground by Quinton de Kock for four. Right up in the block hole. Driven sweetly through the covers for four by Reza Hendricks. De Kock through the kitchen sinker, that one. It was too close and it flies just out of Johnny Bairstow's reach and away for four. Watch it as Wokes goes in, takes the edge, caught behind Johnny Bairstow. Hendricks had a big old carve at that one. Did Tom Curran have a man bun? Well, you're supposed to know. You start, <laughs> you're the analyst. You Go and analyse it. Quentin de Kock puts this back pass bowler, umpire and fielder and it will go into the boundary boards at the far end. Driven through extra cover for four by Bavuma. Oh, well, that's off the chart. That's, here's how good, that's Sachin Tendulkar. Quentin de Kock has hit that back over the bowler's head. And the only question is, is he going for six or four? And the cheer will tell you, it's the maximum. Pulls it over wide, mid on, and it disappears for the maximum. 141 for one, Bavuma goes to six. It's a pick-up pull from uh, Temba Bavuma, and it has sailed 15 rows back over fine leg. Punta de Kock has reached 5,000. 
one day international runs when he got to 93, he's on 94 now. And Quinton de Kock has his 50th ODI century. Well, this is up there. I know I'm prone to exaggeration, but this is amongst the best innings I've seen in one-day cricket. Joe Root is going to take up the bowling attack, and he's bowled Quentin de Kock. The boomer is on his, on his knees. He's, he's actually on his backside. The finger has gone up from Sean George, and England think they've got their man. Driven sweetly through extra cover for four. Just a lovely, lovely shot from Rassi Thanadasson. Sweep shot, that'll be it. That swings the game. John John Smuts and South Africa have won comprehensively by seven wickets with uh, 14 balls to spare. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. We'll be with you every day of the series, so subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.